I'm a radio. Feliz año 2021. Wow. We survived 2020. That is quite an achievement already. Alive. 2020 roller coaster. I was born in the 80s. Monicast. Grew up in the 90s. The great reject. We are the last generation that learned to play in the street. It was quite a roller coaster ride. We were the first to play video games. The last to record songs off the radio on cassettes or music videos on VHS. We are the pioneers of Walkmans and chat rooms. We learned how to program the VCR before anyone else. We played with Atari, Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis. We also believed that the internet was going to be a free world. <laughs> yeah, right. We are the generation of the Thundercats, the Power Rangers, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Transformers, Saved by the Bell, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Martin. We traveled in cars without seatbelts or airbags, lived without cell phones. We didn't have 99 television stations, flat screen TVs, surround sound music systems, MP3s, Facebook, or Twitter. We lose. But nevertheless, oh, yeah. we had a great fucking time. I, I told them, yeah, I will never see Holland again. And they were, uh, why? I said, yeah, I don't want to be injected. Vaccination is rape. Neither me and Mormoli. Uh, see, when you use words like that, I start to understand it. That's why I think spirituality is really important. But nevertheless, we had a great fucking time. And they understood that. They nodded. Yeah, I get that. You have to find meaning in the struggle, or find meaning in uh, dystopia. Ideologies have destroyed the world. Mm -hmm. Let's go for philosophy. So you have to find meaning in balance, right? Philosophy means loving wisdom. That's what I would call the Corona yeah. war now. It's the perfect combination for them of fascism and communism. That's the thing. Atheism doesn't exist. I was born in the 80s up in the 90s. We are the last generation that learned to play in the street. We didn't have 99 television stations, flat screen TVs, surround sound music systems, MP3s, Facebook, or Twitter. But nevertheless, we have a great fucking time. I don't think anyone can escape being a human being. If you're an atheist and you believe that there's no spirituality, there's no bigger world, it's very easy. Get an intelligent dog, <gasps> then you learn. Interconnected evolution, the dog and man. You need to come up with a better word for evolution, because you use evolution in a different way than a lot of people do. Creation is evolution, is creation. It's the same thing. We're a lodge. We are the learned elders of the new world order. I'm, I'm starting to come around. I'm starting to understand more what you're describing too. Psychedelic drug, just like truth-seeking, is not for everyone. Evolution for me is a sign of divinity, it's a sign of Gaia. I think we needed to suss it out a little because that is exactly a group, it is a lot. What is the rock and roll lifestyle? A leather jacket? Long hair? Waking up with mystery bruises and a nasty itch? Of course, but it's more than that. It's laughing at the establishment, even if you don't know what the establishment is. I'm a radio. Feliz año 2021. Wow, we survived 2020. That is quite an achievement already. We're in the middle of the corona craze still. World War W is still going on, of course. It didn't stop with the uh, revolving around the sun and uh, then adding uh, nine days and 11 hours or so. Because um, that is uh, the great meme of the aliens looking at Earth. <laughs> what are they celebrating? Another cycle around the sun. <laughs> yeah, I said they're not intelligent. <laughs> it's a great one. I, I love the, the mirror, the alien mirror. That's the great thing about the alien concept. Is that it's a great mirror. It's a great overview of the Earth, of the absurdity of Earth. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, that's why it's, uh, the introduction of it has uh, positives. Everything has positives and negatives. Uh, just like the future, just like the present, I uh, wanted to talk about the 2020 roller coaster. It was quite a roller coaster ride. Thank you, Greg, for uh, recording. I was just talking about transhumanism, and you bought transhumanist thing. You uh, decide to.
Hello, 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 hello. I'm our radio. Your fake is fake. Hello there. Well, I'm my radio. I was just talking to an empty mic, I think. Yeah, it was, uh, it's dead here. It's out in the wilderness. Out, you're out in the wilderness. Yeah, I'm saying I didn't hear you. It was a dead mic. Yeah, I, I know. I, I realized it. I, it's a pity because I threw good things out there, but it all didn't work. It doesn't matter. But you're there. That's the most important thing. I was just saying that you are a good friend of the last uh, Bouncing Brains MP Ultra guest, Willows. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've known him for over maybe um, maybe 10 or 12 years now. We work together in the medical field. Was a, yeah, a comedian. I've done skit comedy with him. I've uh, experimented with uh, drugs with him. So, I mean, I, yeah, I broke glass, stubbed my toe a few times. He's a great, great human being. You broke glass and experimented with drugs and you, you drank it as a cocktail? What? 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah, uh, we've had fun together. He's a good company, good human being, good family man, good dude. The whole range of the uh, You described him how I know him in just 10 to 12 months. So, perfect, yeah. So I know him 12 times as little as you do. And mm -hmm. yes, that's how I know him. And he's, he's an example. I mean, you got to have fun. I mean, you got to you gotta enjoy yourself. I mean, you have to find meaning in the struggle or find meaning in uh, dystopia. I mean... I think that's what we're all doing. That's why we're all searching. But at the same time, you have to have a smile on your face. You have to have a good spirit, I think. And I think, um, I think that's one of his messages. But I think that's what creates uh, the attraction sometimes for him. Wow. Thank you. MPID, meaning and purpose in dystopia. Wow. You see? Wow. Nice. Mm -hmm. MP Ultra, meaning and purpose. It can also yeah, mean um, Molly and Paola, you know. Mm -hmm. Everything is meaning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I talked to my, my father, who was born in 53, and uh, basically we we're both agreeing that the illusions of democracy, the illusions rule of law, all these uh, paradigms, all these institutions, they're, they're all like melting away in front of people and you know people are reaching for a raft or people are reaching for a temporary objective like islands where they can build on but there's weak foundations right now in terms of society everyone's become a little delusioned but at the same time you know brush your teeth shower that's why i think spirituality is really important show up to work i mean defense against the onslaught, so to say. What, what does spirituality mean for you? Well, spirituality means that there's a, to me, I, I, I think it's ultimate belief and there's, there's something more than what I know or something more than I can see. There's also like a, an operating system which, you know, that I have, I believe, and it's in sync with uh, a God or a, a God belief. And, and that creates like a, multiplied meaning, you know, because I think God wants you to express your, your, your tribal expression or your organism expression, which you're built to do as a man, which is provide for your family, love your family, protect them, you know, try to put them in a, a high place. And I think by doing that, that's, that's one of your purposes. Like, um, you know, when a, a dog's out there running and catching a frisbee and sniffing asses, and uh, biting little kids in the feet, you know, he's doing his job. That was he's built to do is to you know, create fun, you know, bite frisbees, you know, eat garbage. He's doing, and that's the same thing as a man, you know, he's got to have some purpose, uh, you know, create some safety, create money, be a provider. So, I mean, that's kind of what God means to me. And then, and, and, and the, you know, and also you got to be a decent person. You got to have respect for your neighbor. So, like, like you know, the golden rule type thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I now got from this, from what you said, spirituality is finding meaning in the connection with Gaia, divinity. Right? Gaia, God, divinity, uh, the bigger picture that what connects us all 
um, that what is beyond us, that's the thing, atheism mm -hmm. doesn't exist. You cannot be an atheist because everybody mm -hmm. understands, recognizes that there is a spiritual world, that there is something that is outside of the testable scientific world. Because mm -hmm. things like love mm -hmm. and hope, you cannot quantify, you cannot scientifically measure. That is by definition part of spirituality of the bigger world, which is impossible to quantify, I would say. So by recognizing that, that means that you are in connection with divinity, with Gaia, with God, with something that is bigger than us. So if you have hope or love or deja vus or um, I think lucid dreams mm -hmm. or uh, serendicity, uh, synchronicity, serendipity, um, mm. if you recognize all these things and everybody in the world who is conscious recognizes some of these things, things that are unquantifiable, love for each other, friendship is unquantifiable in the end, right? It's not, you cannot scientifically measure friendship, right? You can approach oh, yeah, something, but, uh, but yeah, you cannot yeah, yeah, in the yeah, end yeah. completely break that down, yeah, like yeah. you can break down the, the boiling point of something, right? So that's scientifically yeah. provable, that's scientific, yeah. right? That's fine. Uh, but that's also about for me, but uh, that's part of divinity. So sci if you're a real science, or to finish, if you're a real scientist, and real scientists uh, are like that, if you talk with geologists, they recognize mm -hmm. Gaia a lot, right? The respect mm -hmm. and the knowledge that we don't know shit, right? We model mm -hmm. the history of Gaia, but <laughs> we know very little, and all these uh, Net Geo and uh, Discovery claims, and uh, it's bullshit, right? I mean, uh, we have models and, and quite a good understanding of things, but not, I mean, the, uh, the Big Bang and so that, uh, that is all, uh, for me, that's fantasy and it, I have a different kind of idea of that. So, but, uh, let, I mean, me, let me, let me uh, clarify yeah. or like um, just repeat. So basically what you're saying is uh, ultimately every system has a limitation, right? Even uh, human consciousness or human uh, assessment skills in, in the best mathematical approach, which, which should be science, you know, the best objective, uh, objective math, science, assessment, repeat, right? Scientific method. By definition, because we cannot reach a perfect vacuum. So by definition, there is an open system. There is no closed system. And that means if that's physically not there, right? If that's in the basic scientific uh, shell not there, then in the spiritual, even less. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's limits. There's limits. On, yeah, there's limits, and so from those limits, everyone has somewhat of a carte blanche to assess their life and to find meaning, right? But I think, um, all, like atheism, creates the uh, ego trip where you can sit above everything and believe everything is just uh, by chance, and it it kind of puts you over nature. Kind of, you are the god, right? Since there is no god, you are the god. You assume the position of god. Sorry, but do you see that in 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 society, in in the people around, in atheists around you? I would say most atheists are religious because they're scientists, right? They they believe in this the scientific so-called consensus, which is uh, one one story, but this is bullshit. Because uh -huh. if you really, even if you scratch the surface and read the publication behind it, it's already bullshit, right? So. It's so obviously bullshit. Just look at the IPCC. That's a perfect example, right? Everyone has beliefs, right? No one is, no one, no human being operates through the world through math, just like chance and race. Yeah, but what is belief? What, sorry, what is belief? Well, belief is uh, trust, um, assessment, belief. I think it's mystical. I think everyone lives mystically, you know, has some type of mystical meaning or. Okay, yeah, but belief, uh, uh, wait, sorry, but belief mm. is trust, trust, I mean, that's, <laughs> that cannot be, but <laughs> trust is trust and belief is belief, but yeah, I understand what you mean, right, I mean, you have to trust, but belief, I mean, belief is a very vague word for me, sorry, that, yeah, I, what I'm saying is that people live, uh, have a mystical experience, and, and they, and they create their own philosophy, uh -huh. yeah, I think people, you think? Yeah, I, th I think I think they do. They can either deny uh, the experience of life, or you know, deny spirituality, or deny nature. They can have all these uh, conclusions or belief systems, but no one escapes the experience of being a human being. 
You know what I'm saying? No one, no one can, no one can escape that. What I'm saying is, um, to be conscious and to be a human being has value, right? Has value and meaning, right? And I think it is a mystical experience to be a human being, to uh, have the questions that are, I believe, are uh, created in you before before you even exist. Your ancestors, your um, organism expression has all these questions, these um, fundamental aspects of being a human being, which which creates, um, I think, mysticism. So they, they can deny that. They can deny spirituality, deny nature, de- deny the uh, expanse when they look up into the sky, right, with this awe type of spirituality. And they can choose a different pattern, a different lifestyle. They can ignore it. And, and so I think that's part of being atheist is uh, being practical, being mathematical, you know, c- controlling their environment, only worrying about certain things. You know, and thinking spirituality is, is, is not a part of them. I don't think anyone can escape being a human being. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. They, they claim that, but they, they cannot say that. Because if they have hope, if they have love, if they have respect, if they have friendship, if they have uh, so many things that, are, that we experience in our lives, which are not scientific, they're not quantifiable, mm-hmm. they're not mathematic, they're impossible to quantify mm. that's the thing they're impossible to verify they are noticeable but not verifiable i think people mm. have supernatural experiences uh, you have done drugs right psychedelic drugs just mm. like truth seeking is not for everyone mm. i would say mm-hmm. make a quick point so finding meaning in, in your relationships finding meaning in in your in your toil in your work finding meaning through uh, you know having children you know those are all unquantifiable, and those are all based on developmental skills, developmental as a person. How, how do you be comfortable interpersonally with other people, yeah. other belief systems? Other, so you have to find meaning in balance, right? Sorry, intracreaturally, I would say. Yeah, and those are, un, all those are un, unmeasurable. You, know? you, can, you can measure heart rate and the sweat response, you know what I'm saying? But how, how do you attain that peace, that control, that ability to communicate? Ability to assess, to see, you know what I'm saying? How, how, what prisms? So basically, yeah, what prisms are you using? What, how are you influenced? How do you come to this meaning? You know, and th- those are all, those are all subjective. Yeah, it's, it's perfectly uh, visible uh, today. And I had a beautiful walk through the village with Molly. I, I mean, I, I am the hunchback of the Notre Dame. Really, I, I have to go to the hospital, and I don't want, but I have to. Because I have something like a hernia or so in my uh, hip. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I um, It is uh, really unbearable now. I have to go to a hospital. And I don't oh, want to, but I have to. And But I am walking with Molly Bellucci through the village. And yeah, she is a magnet. And I, of course, I am a magnet still with my orange jacket, uh, Holland, uh, clearly mm. out there. And yeah, I met guys on the street uh, with uh, bicycles. And uh, they're here from the village. And uh, they, we smoke weed together here on the street. And... I got uh, free weed from them, and uh, we have uh, here. They have great ideas. We are like, I mean, I was literally looking at them. The synchronicity here on the street on the first of January this year. This is beautiful new start. Beautiful, mm-hmm. really. And Molly, yeah, uh, she is. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. uh, if you're an atheist and you believe that there is no spirituality, there's no bigger world. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. Get an intelligent dog, then mm-hmm. you learn. Mm-hmm. Because Molly mm-hmm. is fucking intelligent. It's 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 scary, really. Yeah, in, in, interconnected evolution, the dog and man. that connection mm-hmm. with 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 her. I mean, since the, the night I met her, I already called her divine, divine, and then she, that was it. It was all how it came together. All the roller coaster ride uh, in the beginning, and then the roller coaster of the corona craze we go through, all of us. Yeah, it was a good preparation for it. And it was all very, very beautiful how it all came together. And uh, today here on the street, yeah, meeting these people. And then later on the way back, Molly playing with a puppy of four months old. And I said to the guys, it was really nice. They were unmasked on the street uh, in mm-hmm. front of their house. And I'm unmasked as well. And we're the only ones, right? And I, I, they, they asked me, and they saw me for the first time. I, mean, I lived here for four years already in the village. But um, 
they, um, I, I told them, yeah, I will never see Holland again. And they were, uh, why? Uh, I said, yeah, I don't want to be injected, neither me and, or Molly. And they mm -hmm. understood that. They nodded. Yeah, I get that. Uh, that's how I wake people up. How I Ooh, make nice. now other people what my views are. Mm -hmm. And right now, like I said on air, I am now going to ostracize anyone who takes the vaccine. That's, that's oh, really? the only way I can live my life. Otherwise, I cannot mm -hmm. be honest with myself and cannot mm -hmm. keep living like this. It's a war. Mm -hmm. uh, these mm -hmm. people, they stop being human. They, they, they mm -hmm. constantly do that. Uh, it will be hard with, uh, my, uh, uh, with Paola and her mother. I will talk with them and I will tell them this. And yeah, hopefully it will wake them up. And if not, yeah. Wow. That's, otherwise, I cannot live. But so, I, this, um, I have to defend. I am Gaia. I have to defend Gaia. I have to defend humanity. What the fuck is going on? You're the the soldier for Gaia. Yeah, I mean, we all need to be. That's the point. <laughs> it's my philosophy. So you, you, you can only have a philosophy if you live it. If you act, you cannot. Otherwise, it's an yeah, ideology, yeah. right? Of course, you're allowed ideologies to. Uh, allowed the world. To... Let's go for philosophy. I will shut up. But ideologies have destroyed the world. Mm -hmm. Let's go for philosophy. No, but I wanted to piggyback off uh, marijuana and how uh, it's an inclusive drug and it's a community drug. I think it's like a tribal drug. I really like smoking weed with strangers, you know? <laughs> I, no. I think it's cool. I think it's a, a nice... Uh, You're doing it right now, so it's cool, yeah. Yeah. I think it's... I think it's um, yeah, it, it opens up, right? I think and get behind that, you know... Um, you know, I lived in L.A. for a little bit and then, you know, getting out of an Uber. Getting... In L.A.? Okay, okay oh, sorry. Can, can you tell me, how is L.A.? Because mm -hmm. uh, L.A. is like what America is for most people in the world, let's be honest. Well, L.A. is, um, I mean, I don't have any unique perspective in terms of uh, describing the culture. You know, I've... Mm, is there a culture in LA, or is it like Bogota? Bogota doesn't have a culture. I think LA is like that, right? It's well, there's definitely there's definitely culture. There's definitely a lot of there's a lot here. There's a lot of people here. Yeah, but is it like New Orleans or so? Like it or New York City has a culture, right? I mean, come on, is 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 LA like that? Well, of course, I'm not I'm not saying it's um a culture that people has virtue. What I'm saying it is a culture. Everything has a description. Okay, yeah, of course, everything. But but I would say, I mean, Bogota is such a patchwork of different uh, people from different areas in, in, in Colombia. I, I imagine LA is like that too, much more than other cities in the US. But yeah, I'm, I'm mistaken. Okay. What I'm just saying is um, if you compare the dominant culture to other cultures, you know, you see the, the chasm, the difference. There, uh, there's Hispanic culture. You know, they have uh, elite culture here. There's rich. There's aristocracies, there's families here, money, you know, there's uh, wealth here, you know, there's nice uh, suburban communities, there's black communities, you know, there's different types of uh, areas. So, I mean, and there's food, there's restaurants. But I mean, um, socially, I like to uh, interact with people. And I think the dominant nod in American culture is don't interact, don't communicate, separate, you know, view other people as threats. And I think. That's really? Predominant. Uh, but, but, sorry, sorry. Uh, I, it has been a while since I've been in the US, but that is not. I mean, I am very extrovert, extreme uh, everywhere. But mm -hmm. uh, my experience, both with working with a lot, I mean, I've, I, I, I have um, got to know uh, 2,000 Americans at least in my job and then. I've been to the U.S. only a couple of times, not not much, but still. I, I mean, I've known so many Americans. Uh, what I'm saying is uh, my my is, experience is, with them. But yeah, let me let me Yeah, what I'm saying is when you walk when you walk by someone, right? The norm is not to interact. The norm is to put your head down, look away, not make eye contact. Completely, really. There's nothing, no interaction whatsoever. I want to. I didn't say that. I'm saying the norm, the expectation, and so. Okay. I think people are desocialized. I think that's part of the culture, the desocialization. Is this uh, promotion of 
a separation, this promotion of people that are sociable, that inter inter like if you go to the grocery store, I like to bullshit, interact, tell stories, I like to play jokes, you know. But I think for me personally, I believe some people prefer n not to interact out. Like there's so many times when I was younger, I would go to the club or go to the bar or go out. And the only people I interact with are the people that I came out with. So I'm saying this notion of a free society, mm, I'm not sure. Uh, but okay, okay, sorry. But this, this is, uh, isn't this uh, urban versus uh, rural? Because in Bogota, <laughs> of course. Yeah, of same course, thing. In, yeah, in, 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 rural, in yeah. people's city, yeah. But if you go yeah. to the countryside, it's completely different. I mean, that's the same in every country. That's the thing. The difference okay, between urban, uh, mega urban like LA and Bogota mm -hmm. uh, versus mm -hmm. rural is so is much bigger than the difference between countries. I would say, in my mm -hmm. experience, at least. That might have to do with threats. How how the threat assessment? Or, uh, yeah, that might just be. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, that's the thing. The U.S. It's pretty dangerous. The cities in the U.S. are all in the top dangerous cities in the world. It is, of course, in areas. I know how it works, right? But still, yeah. it is pretty risky compared to Europe, right? Mm -hmm. Europe is so it's fucking true. safe. It's it's crazy. People don't realize mm -hmm. that, but yeah, well, they, maybe they do. But it's it's really crazy. Yeah. So I mean, um, how I find meaning in this dystopian, uh, non-credible institution. <laughs> democracy is that uh, I create my own reality and I try to create my own reality. I try to have autonomy in my reality. I try to have autonomy in my assessment of the things that I come across in terms of geopolitical or local media or the, the narratives that are created in the U.S. I try to have my own my multiple media assessments when I read the news, not just one. I try to always have a sense of humor about it. So that, those are some of my defense mechanisms I use to create some individuality because I think uh, there's this promotion of only like neoliberalism where there's only only one belief system, only one ideology accept is acceptable, only one conclusion is acceptable. Yeah, yeah. There, there is. Uh, I mean, this idea of communism, Marxism, this idea of this one. Uh, I mean, this that's not only Marxism, fascism, same thing. So mm -hmm. the, the two they are now perfectly. Molded mm. together. That's what I would call the Corona yeah, yeah. War. Now mm -hmm. it's the perfect combination for them of fascism and communism mm -hmm. into one yeah, direction in um, everything. Right in scientism, mm -hmm. in uh, the Corona narrative, in any narrative, it's only one. It's, it's university, right? That's why we have mental diversity. Uh -huh. I think it's a good point because the communists have aligned with the capitalists or the. The corporates uh, have aligned and they use communist rhetoric. So that's how I see it. And then these people are brilliant. They are familiar with uh, Lukács, Gramsci, the Frankfurt Group, the critical theory, subversion, the uh, manipulation tactics. I, I find them all uh, really um, mathematical and scientific, their approach to creating facility or suggestibility, creating a docile population. I think they're very sinister, but they deserve an A plus in terms of uh, removing the rebellious spirit from all these countries. Corona, Corona coma, 
biggest hoax in town, Corona coma. Corona, Corona coma. And the kids are wearing down Corona coma. Yeah, I think it's good. I like that. The thing is, it, I would say, you only have to go back to the end, late 19th century mm-hmm. and understand how the world then was, and I'm not saying I'm an expert in that at all or so, but the ridiculousness of, of eugenics, a racist, uh, the uh, Lombroso method of uh, measuring skulls to uh, recognizing uh, criminals and so, I mean, all these pseudo-scientific things that were completely accepted in society. That's the thing. That's mm-hmm. the thing, right? That it was completely normal and out in the open and eugenics and uh, the niggers uh, that uh, were uh, inferior races and all these kind of things, right? It was completely uh, accepted by the uh, um, political correct, yeah? And mm-hmm. that, that was the test phase before everything, what most people have in their minds, at least the First World War and, and the time after that, right? I also need to tell, uh, I'm telling myself also to go back to that time in my mind, right? Uh-huh. Uh, because it is there where I think that's the, the also with, with Nazism, um, the same thing, right? That's the, the, how the, all the, narrative, the, the narratives with scientists and the, the vaccines, uh, these, all these narratives, uh, Edison, right? Uh, also the, uh, the Industrial Revolution, when capitalism, the the, the the ugly capitalism, right? But where capital supports your life, right? I mean, the, the, that people don't need to work anymore. Before that, people needed to work. Even the elites, they were working, right? They were hanging out with each other. That's working. But still, they were working. But after that, in the Industrial Revolution, I would say, or the, this so-called capitalism, uh, it's capitalism because real capitalism is us doing business freely, a free market, but okay. Um, their capitalism, that is the start where they don't need to work anymore because other people work for you. So there's capital. Well, there should be, yeah. It's the, there should be a symbiotic relationship. That's the whole purpose of being a human being is to evolve, to have uh, work with each other, not against each other. That's all. Yeah, and that is when that stopped because then you, yeah. you just have people were made machines already, right? That's this transhumanism phase in that well, already started, right? Wage slaves. Well, of course, I mean, you cannot quantify, uh, like, uh, let's say, communism and socialism, which are all these spheres. Like, at some point in any system, if, if, if the lower group or the lower classes are being exploited, you know what I'm saying? That's not, that, causes a, that causes a reaction to being dominated. Yeah, that's why. I mean, the year is, is 1848, the year of democracy, right? Democracy is, doesn't matter the color in the end. It's the whole idea that you so-called support your slave owners, right? You, you, you vote for them and you, that there is a symbiotic relationship. There's not, it's a completely parasitical, but, <laughs> right? Well, I think, of course, um, there's a cult- cultural hierarchy. And I think in the past, they tried to create um, genetic hierarchy. I think you're referring to that. And then the political people accepted that at some time. So they're moving on to creating cultural hierarchy or a moral hierarchy, which is the ruling class is trying to set these uh, social norms throughout society. So I think they no longer are using, you know, genetic inferiority or this whatever idea, ideology. What? No, they're not? You think? No, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't believe. Uh, no, because in the U.S. it is uh, Marxism. They, they, they pit classes against each other. You know what I'm saying? They, they do that for sure. But I don't think they're trying to promote the ideas of in, inferiority, inferior, inferiority. I think the, they come. They try to promote these uh, uh, how people are influenced, how people see the world, their like world perspective. They try to create, uh, I guess, uh, punitive assessment. Okay, okay. Let, let, let's do a thought experiment. Sorry, let's do a thought experiment. And I want, I am applying, I am a white male and I'm applying for a job in the US. 
sorry, I mean mm. disadvantage. There is racism. There is <laughs> right uh, by so-called positive d- discrimination of people just because they have an invariable uh, characteristic. It's crazy, but okay. <laughs> Someone with six fingers. Yeah, you're hired. Why? Yeah, you have six fingers. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? It's bullshit. Yeah, because you're black, because you're a woman, because we are a lesbian. What the fuck? Well, of I course, it's, it's, what it's, it's craziness. It's complete craziness. But yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, I believe in. Uh, they try to create these Marxist, uh, cultural Marxist beliefs that there's value in your identity, right? There's yeah. value in supposed ideas. Identity. That you a fake identity. Control. Sorry, a fake identity. Your fake is fake. A fake identity. Yeah, because my soul or my my behavior, my conduct. That's what identifies me, not my hair, my hair color or my uh, penis size, you know. Or your Instagram profile, if you have that. No, yeah. Yeah, my Instagram. I mean, there has to be something more unique no, or more. Not your transhumanist footprint, but your real core human yeah. values, your consciousness and so on. Yeah. Your interaction, your behavior, yeah. your values. Yeah, if, I wrote a, if you write a poem or a book, you just don't say my race. This is my race. This is my Hair color. I mean, you want to know the soul. So I'm saying that's how I identify. So I mean, I agree with the uh, manipulation of race. That's part of. But in the in the U.S., they promote uh, you know everyone is supposed to be respected and loved and every. But they that's like the the, the, the provision. The uh, they try to multiply that everyone is equal, but they use race in in culture to to manipulate and create value out of. Uh, someone's sexuality preference, someone's racial preference, and they try to create value that there's supposed to be uh, some recompense in terms of history, you know, like there should be like retribution or, uh, you know, let's say slavery, for example, or whatever civil rights injustices. Retribution for something that happened 200 years ago. What about retribution for something that happens now? Yeah, of course. People being put out of business, people being locked down in their own camps, in their own prison camps, in their own homes. What the fuck? Of course, uh, inequality exists, but I think those are just ammunitions for for manipulation. This is how they are able to galvanize the population and use ammunition to manipulate. Inequality exists. Even two atoms are not equal. Inequality exists by definition. It's ridiculous. Right? I mean, the, but the term diversity, that's the thing. They, they are just destroying diversity mm. with their narrative, right? It's just the Satanism in, in their agenda, just like health care. Yeah, yeah health care, right? Yeah, I, was, I was reading, um, uh, what's his name? Yuri Bezmanov, and he was talking mm. about the idea of inequality. Um, they try to introduce that into your brain, but it doesn't exist in nature. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a good judgment for myself is I watch nature, I watch animals, I look at the stars, and I try to understand the natural world as best as I can because it prevents uh, me from being manipulated in, in human existence, right? So I, I try to judge nature as a, a, a balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Equilibrium, for sure. I'm trying to make my second point, but okay, yeah. So nature, nature is a symbolism of reality, right? Is a good Yuri Bezmenov. What he is talking about is this idea of inequality, right? This idea of unfairness, right? Nothing is fair, right? Uh, my my genome, right? How I exist. What you know? When I talk to Darwin. And, and pray to Darwin when I go to bed at night, and when I exist in the jungle, and my people have existed, you know, coming through evolution, coming through wars and shit like that. There's no time where everyone says, "Hey, you know what? Let's meet here." All, all existence, all the earth, all the space. No one talks about fairness because fairness is not a, uh, a universal law. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It is fit, big fish eat little fish. So I think this truth has to be also. Uh, talked about. I'm not saying that human beings should go out and be nasty and be horrible, but human beings should have their uh, survival as a priority, right? The community as a priority, their family, you know? 
right? I think these are all... Yeah, okay, but survival is a priority, but there's something more than survival. And survival is really the most basic of all. <laughs> I hope there's more than survival. And Well, listen, survival is not fair. That's what I'm saying. Survival is not fair. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I keep saying fair. I, 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 I mean, fair is so completely subjective, I have learned. What I'm saying is, is of course, I'm, agree I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying... This idea of fairness is a, is a, mis, is a misconceptualization. It's kind of a manipulative tool. In nature, nothing is fair. Evolution is not fair. The working environment is not fair. Everything, competition is not fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but then now first is what is fair? What, how do you define fair? Fair is you put all the factors together and then balance it out and then measure it. And if the outcome is fair, that is what fair is, mm -hmm. I would say. But you can never have all the factors, and all the factors are subjective, and they're fluid, they're dynamic. So fair yeah. doesn't exist. Of yeah. course. Or it's subjective, or it's, it's fluid, it's dynamic. A fair, a fair environment, I think that that's the best way to educate an environment that's conducive for, for both sides. People can compete. You know, so I, I believe in that, and I think that's, that's natural. You know? that's, that's why I think it's interesting. Yeah, uh, the thing is, I, I see. I, I love that you see evolution and that you see that because I have so many. There's so many truth seekers out there who who don't see evolution, and I see like you evolution in everything and how it all connects and Gaia and terrain theory. I mean, I cannot see uh -huh. the, how how you can see terrain theory and not see evolution. Mm -hmm. I cannot comprehend that in my head. So I'm glad you you see the same things as me. That's I mean, it is a good model. It explains it. It, it. it is based on observation and that you cannot, come on, that you yeah. cannot uh, go to another species. Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, compare a chihuahua and a, and a wolf or a husky with me, for me, please. I mean, dogs are the perfect of example of evolution, I would say, and how fast it can go and or how it can go. I mean, yeah, and I'm a geologist. It, it, I mean, it, uh, explain all the micro fossils to me and everything, and ammonites, that, not dinosaurs or, or big fossils that can and are hoaxed sometimes. I think, I think or, evolution has its place. I think, I think I'm a more of a mi micro evolutionist, if that, if that makes any sense. But I think evolution has its place, and I think evolution is just math. It's just like uh, in terms of expression, right, in terms of going from wolf to chihuahua. In terms of adapting to your environment, yeah, I mean, I mean, imagine yourself. Uh, I mean, I imagine now, uh, if if Molly would be a chimpanzee, uh, how can you not see familiarity? Come on, right? <laughs> of course, they look like they look like they are inviting, and they would share food with us, and they they look like chimpanzees look like they're having the fun, you know. And so I, I I try to communicate and with them. behavior them. and and so it's so. I, I cannot unsee that as a family, as, as that we come from a similar root and so on. I mean, <laughs> that for me, that is divinity. Evolution for me is a sign of divinity. It is a sign of, of Gaia, of, 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 of the, literally where it comes from, geology, right? I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. Well, said Adam came, or Eve came from Adam, pulled out a rib, so I mean... Well, well, no, thing, now you say it. Adam and Adam. Yeah? Yeah, Adam and Eve, hopefully, yeah. But, Atom, Atom and Eve, right? That's a good, ah. uh, good name for a, uh, yeah. Hmm. Adam and Adam Eve, and yeah. Eve. In, Eng in American English, you, you pronounce it similar, very similar. But in, in other yeah. English, I would say it's different, but... Atoma, hmm. huh? How do you say Adam in Spanish? How does that work? Adam, Adam, you say, I think? Adam and... Uh Atomic atom, particle. Atom, atom, I think. Atomo, atomo. Atomo and atomo. Adam. Atomo and Adam. Yeah, it is very different. Well, pretty different. Yeah. Atom and Adam in Dutch. Well, for me, what I, what I try to get down to is I'm interested. In, I've been reading a little about the lizard brain, the mammal brain. The lizard brain, brain sorry? Okay, I the, guess in so reading, or, reading about the lizard brain, uh, like in real lizard, like uh, lizards, like geckos and so. No, I mean, what, what? The human, the human brain has different uh, across evolution patterns. They have different brain spheres. They have lizard brain, which is the regulatory 
I think fear, probably, all these re regulatory automation type of uh, systems. And then the secondary system is the mammal, is the belonging, the love, uh, behavior. And then the human is the top. So they have three levels of brain. And so I, I wanted to study these uh, concepts to have a better perspective. Because I think the government, the media, they know that you have different levels of brain, levels of uh, perspectives and stuff. So I wanted to learn more about the, the very primitive part of the brain, you know, probably sexual desire, you know, fear or flight, external enemies and stuff like that, threat assessment, uh, hunger, you know, all these different patterns. And, and then when you're under stress, you know, pe people will start eating, they start expressing their lizard brain, their lizard mentality. So, so when the government says, hey, everyone be afraid, everyone... Um, Everyone be scared. Everyone uh, have this idea, right? So with fear comes docility. With fear comes herd mentality. With fear comes a, a spectrum of uh, mechanisms of behavior. So when the government is totalitarian, when the government is oppressive, I think they're trying to get us to express our lizard, our lizard brain. You know what I'm saying? Um, sorry. Sorry, I have. Um, I, I love what you said, and I love this. Uh, who came with this uh, division? I don't know this theory. It's very nice. It's called triune. It's a triune brain. It's called, the def, I don't know this. Uh, it's called the triune brain. Um, I think it's 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 taught through uh, American medical. So medical. It's it's, it's pretty common. Pretty common idea. The thing is, I, um, my interaction. Sorry, 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 sorry. Can I, can I please? Um, um, my interaction with both enormies or wombies and uh, with reptiles is um, not comparable. I mean, I have uh, interacted with reptiles. My parents had uh, iguanas, which are horrible reptiles to keep. Um, we had uh, turtles, little turtles, and so on. I mean, I've, we, we had a zoo uh, at home. Um, but I, uh, from what you describe, and especially what I would call, and that's completely not in reptiles. And reptiles completely like that. So that's why I want to uh, rephrase this. I would say it's an insect brain. Because mm. look at ants. It's a hive mm. mentality. That doesn't exist mm -hmm. in reptile. In the reptile brain, there's no hive mentality. That's, reptiles are all but hive mentality. Come on. Of course, you can. Uh, you can. On Snake Island, you know, they eat themselves. They eat each other. You know, Snake Island in uh, Brazil. You differentiate between uh, you know animal group behavior, insect group behavior. That's fine, but what I'm talking insects, about. The, a... the insects have a queen. Insects have. Uh, hierarchy. Insects have, I mean, they use it as an anthill. Insect brain. That's much better. Sorry. Okay. Do you see human? The human population is is more like an ant. Is that what you're saying? The group behavior is more like an ant. Uh, I mean, if you would describe these different brain types and so and these divisions and how you, I mean, mammals empathy, right? Uh, look at elephants and how they. Um, Treat their dead and and their young and so on, right? Um, uh, I know, but they're arguing. I would say uh, mammal, uh, mammal brain empathy, uh, but the reptile brain part that you describe, I would say that's an insect brain part. I don't see that as a reptile yeah. brain part. Oh, okay. So you say it's more descriptive of uh, insect. Well, that's that's perfectly uh, debatable. That's fine. I don't I don't argue that. But what they're talking about is that through through evolution, through uh, history. The human being has built upon their perspective, okay. built upon their brain energy, brain energy. And then there's different levels, uh, different brain spheres, which control different features of the human being. So, I mean, that's fine. We still agree. That's, it's just a matter of semantics. Uh, that's fine. That's not a problem. But well, maybe, maybe. Okay, then we, okay, then we go back to the fish and the school of fish, maybe then. 
<laughs> what I'm saying is you have a primitive side of your... I mean, I mean if that is the model, it's always on the evolutionary lineage. I mean, I understand what you mean. And I can see, I can see value in that. And uh, how can I unsee that if I see evolution and guy and it's all connected, right? It may, I'm intrigued by it. But then I have to um, look for it, uh, a line further back because otherwise yeah, uh, we're yeah. not stemming from insects. Uh, yeah. From the um, uh, well, I think um, okay. Basically, this is what's happening is. Uh, um, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing abstract about survival, right? There's nothing abstract about. So, those, those are two different uh, fields of thinking, right? Uh, sex, maybe. There's nothing abstract uh, about survival, and you're saying that in a time where we're being divided by people who seek to be transhuman and people who want to stay human. Hmm. Well, of course, what I'm saying is survival has a different. Location in your brain, so it has different wiring. You know what I mean? So, simplistically, survival is not abstract. I think when there's no uh, love war type spirit, there's no like passion for their meaning, no passion in their culture. Of course, I think the oligarchs, the ruling class, manipulate these expressions of reality to sustain people 100%. So that, that's the abstraction, it's, it's a juggling of, of existence, a juggling of manipulation of meaning. But me, meaning is not, meaning can be abstract, but it has, has to be tangible to the individual. So that's how I would start to say this. Absolutely. Right? And that's the thing, they have designed the system such that meaning is completely superficial. I mean, the, the whole consumerism of a social media mm -hmm. and, and the media in mm -hmm. general and uh, the consumerist world and so on and, and um, uh, plant obsolescence, oh, everything like that, right? Well, meaning has to have value in order, in order for you know, people to profit. So they have to equate meaning with materialism. So I think that's 100% that's true. Yeah. That's, that's their agenda, yeah. Mm, of course. I think that's, that's, that's part of the culture here in LA. Uh, when I go to work sometimes, People are talking to me about. I talk to me about how much I pay for rent. Uh, when I'm going to get a house. Oh yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's interesting. How much would you pay for 1,313 square feet apartment with beautiful view in LA? You have that? Yeah. How much would you well, pay? I, for have, that? I have a 1,200 square foot in uh, Illinois. It's 105,000. I paid for that, so very affordable, you know, very affordable. 105,000 only? What? In Illinois. You're kidding me. In Illinois. In Illinois. That's a good I price. Paid, paid wow. Yeah, that's why. And then in, in LA, uh, I probably have maybe 800 feet, and I, I pay close to $2,000 a month for an apartment. Whoa. So, I mean, holy yeah, fuck. Definitely. Well, um, uh, my palace is for rent for five hundred thirty-three dollars per month. Wonderful. That's, and what what the currency is that? Five hundred thirty-three U.S. dollars. That is, uh, or oh, really? two million two million uh, Colombian pesos. Oh, you must have a nice nice lugar, huh? Um, sorry. You must have a nice place. Sounds good. It, that's why it's called Palace. I mean, look at the the, the pictures, the the videos. I mean, it's called Palace for a reason. And when you see it, it yeah, you know, understand why it's called Palace. So, are you welcoming <laughs> Bangladesh to your to your place? I mean, anyone who wants to come to Colombia is welcome and mm -hmm. is a good moral person. I have had <laughs> the craziest person on earth already, so you can. It's hard to beat him. Uh, so. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, I'm pretty flexible. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I've been to Costa Rica, I've been to Mexico. I, I went to You'll Oaxaca. You'll love it here then. You will love it here. Oh man, it's... The yeah, thing like, is, I, mean, I landed like, here first time in 2009, November 2009, just after the party. I, I just found that out. Uh, just after the party where I was dressed up as half as innocent girl and half as serial killer. <laughs> wow! Uh, uh, at my friend's place, and then I had to, my flight at eight o'clock in the morning after a party. 
right? Uh, starting at the seven, eight, nine in the evening, right? I mean, so uh, all my partying and then to the airport. And then mm-hmm. I went to Colombia and I landed in Bucaramanga and I said, I want to live in this country. So I did. <laughs> and oh, I'm happy place. I'm here. And uh, But uh, yeah, I, like I said, I will not travel to any other country again because I don't want to be injected with poisons neither body so anyone is welcome here and colombia is uh, the thing is this year there will be lots of u.s americans coming to colombia because i predicted you guys will get war in your country a physical war um and there will be many americans coming to colombia because this is the most u.s friendly country in south america oh, really? anyway. yeah by really? far the, the constitution of this country is written by bill and hillary clinton Oh, cool. their, their advisors, of course, not by them, but uh, yeah. Oh, cool. That 1991. <laughs> uh, so, I love- yeah, they first yeah. fucked the stuff up here with the drug wars and so, and then they uh, came in, of course, just like everywhere. And, uh, oh, let's make a new constitution for your country and so on. And then uh, with Santos, Monsantos, literally, Monsantos, then uh, came Monsanto uh, in, in Starbucks. In Colombia, what the fuck? You have Juan Valdez and Oma, beautiful Starbucks concepts, Colombian, and then Starbucks came in. People lined up, literally, I don't have photos, but they lined up to pay 6,000 pesos for a stupid coffee, a fake coffee in Colombia. So, yeah, you're welcome uh, to travel if you still can travel. I see a plane flying now from here also. Make a nice uh, podcast and uh, intro. So, I did really, I've already so many good. Quotes of you, uh, so many gems. Really, uh, it's beautiful. Good thoughts, and really, uh, it's nice to have uh, so much sync and see the same things. Yeah, and very nice. Cool, man. Reading, writing, and uh, refilling the ocean. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, President Lisa Simpson, the first straight female president of the United States. Is that gonna happen? Oh, is that already not the case with Joe Biden? Joe Biden, what the fuck? I mean, why would I have that person's name in my face in my head if I have money here? That's the thing. If you don't follow any of that, then you are not spoiled by that. Hey, Molly? Yeah. Oh. Bonita. Hey, baby. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm a radio Mollycast, the great reject. Beautiful thoughts thank you very much your fake is fake that's the thing most most people are constantly just continuously going over the media fakery and the lies and like i there's so much content out there but none of it is anything proactive which is why me and guy are so passionate because you know i'm fresh in here i had a lot of energy and i immediately was just met with just complacency from everybody in the fakeologist communities i don't just mean fakeology just but all the conspiracy people are all like well what's the solution i'm like well I, I don't I don't know. Does there have to be a solution for you to care? And more often than not, yeah, people don't care unless there's a solution. War is coming swiftly, the board is closing in. We're a company of soldiers, they're 40 right to strong, all alone. Stand alone.
play my radio.